Welcome to a new season of the Responding to Life podcast. I'm so excited to share the amazing lineup of guests that I have gathered together to share their experiences and advice with you during this season. With the start of the school year, the moms out there listening are knee-deep in transitioning their kids into a new school year. New routines, new teachers, for some new schools altogether. It's a lot. And for the parents of teens listening, there's an added layer of stress underlying every decision being made. And at times, us parents can feel helpless when it comes to supporting our teens. That's why I've decided to kick off this new season with my first guest, Audrey Wish. I can't tell you how glad I am to have been introduced to Audrey by an amazing friend of mine. The moment I heard her speak about her company, I instantly signed my teens up with her mentors. Audrey Wish is the CEO and co-founder of Curious Cardinals, a global community where K-12 students discover and pursue their passions, build confidence, and unlock their greatest potential with the guidance of college mentors they aspire to be. Audrey started Curious Cardinals as an undergraduate at Stanford University. After teaching her first workshop on mass incarceration to high school students at the start of the pandemic, Audrey decided to mobilize her most ambitious peers at Stanford and beyond to join her in teaching the topics they were passionate about to K-12 students and serving as their near-peer mentors. Since then, Audrey has taken off from Stanford to pursue Curious Cardinals full-time. Now a community of over 400 college mentors mentoring students around the world. The company has raised $6.8 million in seed funding led by Anthos Capital and Audacious Ventures and has been featured on CNN and Bloomberg. Audrey was also recognized in the 2022 Forbes 30 Under 30 Education and Youngest category. As I mentioned, my three teenagers have worked with Curious Cardinal mentors over the past year, and I am so thrilled with the confidence they built over this time via the guidance and inspiration provided by their mentors. I could sing the mentors' praises and that of Audrey's, but instead, I'll let her tell you more about her vision and how Curious Cardinals can help your own children. Welcome to the show, Audrey. I'm so excited to have you on here to share with my audience all about your phenomenal company. Thank you. I'm so excited and honored to be here today speaking with you. So, I mean, you know, I know all about Curious Cardinals, but for the sake of our audience, I'd love for you to share with us what is Curious Cardinals and what is your founding story? Absolutely. So, Curious Cardinals is a mentorship platform that connects K through 12 students to near peer, typically college and recent grad mentors to help them discover and pursue their passions, gain confidence, whether that's personally or academically and ignite their inspiration. I started Curious Cardinals in June of 2020. I was a history major at Stanford, thought I was pre-law with my 10 year life plan set and then was sent home from Stanford due to the pandemic. And I decided to start tutoring some kids and working with them, observed how disengaged and uninspired they were with what they were learning in school and how they were absorbing and regurgitating what they were reading in a textbook, but they didn't know why they were learning what they were learning. So that inspired me to apply what they were learning in school to my own passions in hopes of igniting their imagination for what they could pursue and why. And I saw that that got them very jazzed up about their learning. 
Soon, one of them asked for math help. I wasn't as passionate about math. So that's where my eventual co-founder, Alec, came into the picture. He was an aerospace engineer at Stanford and started applying what they were learning in math to how airplanes fly. Fast forward, the parents were telling all their friends, and I'm a super connector by heart. So as students were coming in and I realized that I actually have a friend who is perfectly suited to support your kid and so on and so forth. And so in June of 2020, we launched our first Wix website. It was a passion project at the time. And we were just super excited about the impact we were seeing on both sides. We also were thinking a lot about the impact of the individual experiences we were having, but also the macro education climate that so many students are unhappy. So many students are struggling, are not learning in a way that's actually effective for them. If anything, it's um, hindering their potential, hurting their confidence. Mental health is at an all time high. And my co-founder and I were also reflecting on the fact that we were super lucky to have found passions and to have found mentors or role models who we turned to for guidance or who believed in us and how not every student has that. And that can be such an unlock. So we wanted to create something that we wish we had and also leaning into the things that were so impactful from our own experience. And so now it's three years later, we have the most phenomenal mentor community. They are very rigorously vetted and interviewed to be a mentor if they're selected to join our team. They are the presidents of clubs, the winners of awards. We say they are the creme de la crop of college students. Um, and we have a pretty rigorous matching process to make personalized matches. And then three tracks for students to get started. We have the exploratory journey for students who want to explore or discover, whether they have a vague idea of an interest or no idea what they're passionate about, the passion project for students who have a dream project in mind and want to bring it to fruition, or maybe have a really strong passion, but need some guidance on what to actually do with it. And then third is the academic mentorship, where at Curious Cardinals, tutoring is the T word. We don't say it here because tutoring kind of has a connotation of being transactional, like a remedy for Friday's test, but not really getting at the underlying root of the problem. And our approach is relationship driven, which means it takes time to build that trust and that connection for a mentor to really see you and understand you and best support you. Um, so that's what we do at Curious Cardinals. And long term, we're very passionate about what is the future of K through 12 education and how can we design a model that centers on students, student agency, building student confidence and sparking their inspiration to ultimately unlock their greatest potential in life and beyond. Well, thank you so much, Audrey, for uh giving us a deep dive into your founding story and what Curious Cardinals is all about. Um, I myself have three of my older kids working with Curious Cardinal mentors, and I have to say they totally love the people that they're working with. And uh, we've been with, I think it's been almost a year that we've been working yep. with our with the kids with their mentors and uh you know in the past they've worked with uh, tutors the t word they've worked with tutors before and things yep. like that and it's always been fine you know they they leaned into it and it was great but this has been a completely different experience for us because they're actually really excited about attending their sessions and they're really uh, when they speak about their mentors, they are just completely floored by these people who are just a few years older than them, right? And I think that's one of the biggest pieces about uh, Curious Cardinals that I love is that 
these are people that they can look up to and have as a mentor, but isn't such a far reach for them to picture themselves as. Um, and I think that's a really motivating aspect of that relationship for them. A hundred percent. You captured it so beautifully and music to my ears when you're experiencing what we aspire to provide and deliver on. And that's kind of the core pillars of Curious Cardinals I can go over is one near peer mentorship, two passion-based learning, three project-based learning, and four representation matters. Near peer mentorship, learning from a college student who's not too much older in age than yourself. So they can set out the path where they got to and make it feel attainable. These mentors also grew up on social media, also had their education halted by the pandemic. The relatability factor, as you pointed to, is so key. And instilling a sense of belief in a student is that much more powerful when it comes from someone who was recently in their shoes. Mm -hmm. To passion-based learning, really starting with students' existing interests and showing their applications in an interdisciplinary way. So if they love sports, you can learn sports analytics or sports journalism, or maybe they love fashion. You can learn fashion and sustainability or fashion business validating who a student is and helping them imagine a pathway forward that they get genuinely excited about, as well as anchoring the learning the why. So often kids don't know why they're learning geometry or why they're reading Shakespeare and where it's bringing them. If you think about any good workplace, hopefully what employees are doing on a day-to-day -day basis ladders up to that greater North Star and they know how what they're doing today contributes to that greater long-term goal. We don't do that exercise with kids, so we should give them some credit and acknowledge that, of course, they're disengaged or not fully bought in. The third pillar being project-based learning. Not all of our engagements culminate in project deliverables, though many do. More than anything, it's about the ethos of project-based learning, where I didn't take computer science in high school, not because I wasn't interested, but because I thought maybe I'll get a bad grade and it'll tarnish my chances of getting into Stanford, which is such a terrible reason not to try something. But unfortunately, so often that fear of failure inhibits kids from even trying. So we want to detach that fear and encourage exploration. And then the fourth pillar is representation matters, or we say imagination matters. You are what you can see. I was one of the few girls in my honors math class, and I lacked a lot of confidence in STEM probably prematurely deeming myself a humanities gal. So whether it's your gender, your race, a learning difference you have, an aspiration to be a college athlete, whatever it is that's most core to your identity, we want to match you to a mentor who you can see yourself in so you feel seen and heard, understood, and believe in yourself and what you aim to achieve in the future. Well, that matching process, I have to say, as we've experienced it already with, I think, about six um, mentors is that, uh, it really is a very thorough process and you do a really good job. Your team does a really great job Thank of you. trying to find mentors that have similar interests that can really jazz up, uh, their counterpart. So the student, and in this case, my kiddos, uh, so, you know, for example, one of my kids was really, when he speaks about his mentor, is just so impressed that he is attending Harvard and is studying, you know, I think math and science, but also happens to be a D1 track athlete. And for my son, like, who's also in sports and be doing sports in high school, this is like a big piece of his identity. So seeing someone able to kind of juggle it all, but also hear and be able to pick their brain about like, how did you go about doing that? Because it's a lot of, it's a lot of work yeah. and just to kind yep. of get some guidance of like, well, this is what I had to do. And it's always better to hear it from someone who's almost like your peer 
versus yeah. your dated, very dated parenthood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. And so, um, you know, the in terms of like supporting, you've already talked about how Curious Cardinals can support your child in like three different ways. A word I'm hearing a lot from you is about passion. But what if, you know, I know you have a, an exploratory track. What would that look like for a kid who just doesn't really know yet what they're interested in? Totally, totally. And that's so many of kids. And that's so much of what parents come to us with that confusion of, well, my kid has no idea what they're interested in. And one thing I want to also preface is that we see this urgency to help a kid find their passion when they get to ninth or 10th grade, when they've heard about the college process. And that's not the best use case of Curious Cardinals, the kind of let's curate your child to create some predefined narrative and help them get into colleges. I would say that there's other platforms out there that are about the extrinsic motivation of here's what you're going to accomplish at the end of it. And kids know I'm doing this and I get to put it on my resume for college. Curious Cardinals is really about the intrinsic motivation, which means it's not going to be the first. It might be the first exploratory journey you try. You find your thing and you're ready to fire on all cylinders with your passion project. But it might also take time. And our whole thing is if you actually love something authentically, you are going to thrive with it. You're going to want to stay up later working on it or spend weekends working on it because it's just going to come from an authentic joy that this thing brings you that will propel you to do something extraordinary with it. So that's really our approach is leaning into the authenticity. And that often means being patient, that we're going to try with this 10 session project and we might get there, but we might not. And if you trust us at what we're really good at, which is leaning into that authenticity, this will take some time. But then once you find that thing, it's a launching point to do such amazing things. So our approach is meeting a student where they're at. And oftentimes that requires what I say, peeling the onion until we get to some core that we can latch onto and say, amazing, let's go from that. An example story I often bring up is Matthew, whose dad came to us and said he's super disengaged, doesn't really have any interest. Can we, can you guys help him find something to do? I just want to stimulate him, excite him, give him something to do apart from playing on his phone or video games when he gets home. We got on a call with Matthew. We asked him what he's interested in, kind of shrugs. I don't know. We said, what do you like to do in your free time when no one's telling you what to do? He said, play video games, to which his dad rolled his eyes. And we said, what if you could learn how to code a video game or design a video game? And he was like, that would be pretty cool. So we started with an exploration that was more bite-sized of learning what it actually looks like to learn to code a video game. And he was totally into it. And so much so that he spent one and a half years on this passion project coding, designing a video game, even working with an entrepreneurship mentor to plan the go-to-market strategy of, I built this amazing game, how do I actually get users? And he has built something phenomenal. So extraordinary, honestly, I don't know if peers of mine who are software engineers at Stanford could build it, but what's most inspiring to us is that not only has he built this amazingly impressive thing, he has changed as a human. He went from someone who had no idea what he was interested in, kind of lackluster with that answer of what your interests are to someone who has enormous conviction in what he's doing and why. Like he feels like he has that guiding purpose of, I want to be a game designer when I grow up. So that helps him figure out which colleges he wants to apply to, what internships he wants to apply for, how he wants to spend his free time. And it's given him that North Star. So that's an example I love. 
Um, there's another, a middle schooler who is talking about how much she loves TikTok. And her mom was like, anything to get her off of TikTok. And then on the consultation call, we asked her, what type of videos do you like to watch on TikTok? And we found out she loved the stop motion photography and frog videos. Mm -hmm. So we suggested, what if she learns digital art and stop motion photography so she can produce that type of content on her own? So again, I think so many, so often in our school system, in our world today, kids are used to and familiar with the like, no, you have to do it in this way. No, that's not right. That's not an existing club. That's not a box to check in this application you're applying for. So you can't do it. So, mm -hmm. and that also kind of stirs a little bit of a rebellion too in kids of like, you tell me what I can't do. So I want to do it more. And then when you ask them and they tell you and they're expecting a no and you say, yeah, it's like this relief and this excitement and wonder of what that can actually look like. So that's the approach we lean into. It's like, let's make a kid feel validated. They're, this type of student probably has not felt validated before and is a little bit frustrated or defeated or isolated in that interest or how they like to spend their time. So let's let's champion who they are, champion their individuality and use that as a starting point. And the journey will take them to a place that allows them to do something that they probably couldn't have imagined they were even capable of. Absolutely. I thank you for bringing up those two great examples of um, the um, of the kids who have discovered their passion through just through working with your mentors. You know, for my own child, uh, for my daughter, she walked in knowing that she loves psychology, but now she's taken it to a whole different level through working with her mentor, and now she has decided to. Um, create a club at school for, for mental health, sort of addressing the needs that are happening at school. And I don't know if she would have done that necessarily before she was inspired through her mentor and getting more knowledge about this topic that she loved and feeling confident enough to go out and do that. So really? we never thought going into it at the beginning that this is where she would end up, but this is sort of like, bubbled up into this passion project for her and we're so excited that. for her yeah honestly yeah. it reminds me of a quote one of our very engaged parents always says that's their favorite quote um erica says chance favors the prepared mind hmm. and what she loves is that her kid has done an exploratory journey a passion project but opportunities came up later that had he not put himself out there or learned this new thing done this project they wouldn't have made sense. Like he got to, he did learn crypto with a mentor and he got to speak on a podcast of kids explaining how crypto works to other kids oh. and just something as kind of serendipitous as that. And mm -hmm. it basically, I think a lot of these things come to chance, like the teacher you meet or the opportunity you sign up for, but you can do more to position yourself in a situation that chance is a bit optimized or mm -hmm. more abundant. And so I think, especially for the more exploration tracks, like what your daughter started with, it's it's often what comes out after or later that maybe they hadn't even imagined and the confidence they built throughout the process that was a stepping stone for them to do so many other things. Yeah, no, that's exactly what we're seeing. I love that quote. That's a great one. I'll remember that one. Uh, so in the interest, sort of speaking about curiosity and that being your company, I'm curious about what you've noticed as trends in terms of what the challenges are that's facing your students and just students in general and how your company is going about 
helping and supporting your clientele with these challenges. Absolutely. So I'll break it up kind of into two buckets and the sub buckets of those overlap. Mm -hmm. I would say there's one chunk of people who come to us where school is not working for their kid, whether they are lacking confidence, whether they have learning differences like ADHD or dyslexia. And so school is telling them that they are, their differences disservice them or that they can't keep up or they're less than. So I think that's one bucket within kind of school not working. Or there's the t- kids that school is too easy for them. They are not interested in school. They've lost engagement. Um, or there's not an opportunity for them to thrive. And that kind of might be because they have learning differences or they're a quirky kid in some way. It's not that they don't have things they're capable of doing. It's just that school doesn't allow for those or serve them. And so these kids feel isolated. So there's the school not working. And then I would say the second big bucket is growing up in this world, growing up in general is very challenging. And parents are looking for solutions that feel better than the ones out there. Mental health is at an all-time high. There's a lot of social media as a distraction, as another additional lever for kind of putting a toll on mental health, Um, digital time in general, TV, screens, all of that. It's hard to get kids off. Um, Finding positive role models for your kids. You can't control who they're following on YouTube or Instagram or on their devices, but they're looking for opportunities to surround them with people that are positive role models that show them the value of hard work and caring about the world and the greatness of being curious and loving learning. So I would say those are the kind of two general categories like that disengagement or feel like school's not really working for my child or is really hurting them in some way, not in allowing them to be their best self. Or it's really hard to be a kid in general, but especially in this day and age. And I'm looking for solutions to, to provide support, inspiration, help my kids spend their time in a more impactful way. Um, and, and how Curious Cardinal supports, I think that the one is the mentor match is, as I said, you can't really tr- control who your kids chooses to surround themselves with, whether it's who they watch on social media or who they choose as their friends in school. But you are who you surround yourself with. And you are the sum of those people that you spend your time with. And so, yes, you can control maybe what the dinner table discussion is when they have family dinner. Um, and maybe you can control a mentor in their life who's a positive role model you're placing into the narrative to help them have someone to look up to. So that's a key thing. And I think a lot of parents, especially of middle schoolers, come to us saying, my kid is changing and I want them to think it's cool to study hard, to work hard, to love learning. Like, can you find them someone who will make them feel like it's super cool to work hard and love learning? And we're like, absolutely. That's like all of our mentors are crazy nerds, but they're super interdisciplinary and social and fun and all these amazing things. Um, And then I think, as I said, a lot of kids are struggling. They're not taught in a way that aligns with who they are, their learning style. um, And that really plays a toll on a kid's confidence. And so how can we lean into their strengths and show them what they're capable of and make them build that confidence so that they can bring it back to the classroom. Well, as you're speaking to all of those points, I was nodding my head because as a parent of of many teens, um, it is really frustrating that 
they're growing up in such a different time that we're very unfamiliar with because it was so different from how we grew up. And it's hard to navigate that um, and kind of give them guidance when it's not something familiar to us, which is why it's so great to be able to surround them, as you're saying, with people who know what it's like to be like them in this day and age, yeah. but who have proven themselves through hard work and dedication to be able to get to the place that they're at and, um, and to provide them with sort of that storyline of like, this is how it can happen despite all of the noise and the chaos that's surrounding you. Yeah. And I think another really dangerous and challenging aspect of this generation that grows up on social media is we are all too familiar with everything looking perfect on the surface, the filters, the edit, whatever you want to do. Like we are, we are inundated with people presenting their most perfect, perfected, refined selves. And so even ambitious kids who dream of going to XYZ university or being a psychologist or have these unique passions and interests, it often feels like, that path feels unattainable or those people they look up to feel unattainable or less than human. And mm -hmm. so if these mentors can serve as human opportunities to humanize success, they're, they're there for that. They want to say like, I was so hard on myself and it's so unnecessary or college is not the end destination. It's one stop on the journey. Like they, or even say like, I struggled with anxiety or mental health and XYZ ways too. You're not alone. So I think also that part of just like we are all human and humanizing the things they look up to is feels like it's missing elsewhere and it can just be so extraordinarily impactful for a student to feel that and see that yeah definitely uh, that's a, gr a great point audrey about humanizing that whole experience um but it, it, you know back to what you were saying before it lends to that idea of feeling seen and heard and validated um which i think a lot of teens these days certainly get lost in the shuffle and don't yeah. necessarily feel that. Um, one of my last questions for you before I ask you to dive into what the actual process looks like for someone who would be interested in checking out Curious Cardinals is uh, for a student that goes through your process, what would be your hope for them walking away from whether they do a short experience to a longer experience? Absolutely. So I'll break it up into two components. One is the space I hope we can provide for students and then the outcome I hope they'll gain from it. With the space I hope we can provide, I think there are not enough spaces where kids feel safe being vulnerable and where kids feel like they can fail without the ramification of a grade or someone capturing it on their Snapchat story. Like everything just feels so monitored and so constrained. And so I hope that we can create a space where kids feel like they can be vulnerable, where they can fail with a safety net so that they get the confidence to get up and fail in front of their peers and realize that failure is not a big deal. It's just about if you're able to get up from that failure. Unfortunately, school rewards that like first try, not the resilience. But in life, we know how key that resilience is. I also hope we can create the space for dreams and wonder and curiosity. I think that, as I said, I thought I had my 10-year life plan set and I thought it was better to be on a track and go super deep. And I was still a lifelong learner, still loved learning, but I think that we, how can we help kids 
be open-minded and keep kind of their ears and eyes open to do opportunities to new things that they can learn and engage with. Because I think school can just often, unfortunately, kill that love of learning. Mm -hmm. And kids can get jaded too if they haven't had a victory of like, why would I ever aspire to do XYZ thing that's so out of my reach? I hope we can a little bit fuel that optimism. And so the outcome I hope for is that inspiration, that hope, that optimism. I hope we can provide inspiration, especially to a generation of kids that have gone through a lot and I feel like have been pushed around and had different experiences than they imagined for themselves. I really hope we can spark inspiration and fuel belief. And I hope we can also help students build confidence in themselves. I think confidence is the stepping stone to big dreams or putting yourself out there. As I said, like you need the safety net to fail, but then you need to learn how to fail publicly because you're going to have to in life. And it requires confidence to do so. And I think a lot of families are looking for ways that they can help their kids gain confidence. And every kid is different, but I really hope kids can leave Curious Cardinals with more confidence to do all those things they aspire to do in life. Well, I am definitely witnessing that for my own children. I'll be, you know, creating that space for vulnerability, um, for resilience and creating confidence. I've definitely seen that with all three of the older kids who have Yay. gone through the program. So it's only working. I am a testimonial to that, which is why I had to have you on the show, Thank Audrey. You. So for those who are, who've been listening and their curiosity has been piqued, I'd love for you to share how they can find out more information and just give a quick overview of what that process will look like at the beginning um, before they eventually start to work with someone. Go to CuriousCardinals.com. Go to our website. You can fill out the Get Started and sign up for a free consultation call. That's where you and your child, if you want them to join you or you want to do it separately, will have the opportunity to speak with our team, share what you're looking for. Our hope is to gain a holistic understanding of who your student is, their strengths, their areas for growth, what would be their dream mentor match, as well as what success looks like in this engagement so we can set up the engagement for success. Then after your consultation call with our team, we'll follow up and share some mentor recommendations and begin reaching out to mentors to find the mentor that's the best fit. We will make an email introduction to your mentor. You'll create an account on our platform where on our platform, you'll have access to your sessions with your mentor if you get started, as well as post-session lesson notes. If you actually, maybe you have the type of kid who, when you ask how school is, they're like, good, good. And you're like, what did you learn? What did you do? So you can go on the platform and see the post-session lesson notes where the mentor will share what we learned today, areas for growth, what we plan to do next time, a question a parent can ask at the dinner table to continue their learning out of the session. So you'll have access to that. And then you'll be on your learning journey as you've experienced once students have been with us for some time. You'll probably start with a six to 10 session package where we scope out milestones and you're set likely to meet with your mentor once per week on Zoom. But after that, most students continue with their mentors or maybe want to try something new. So it's meant to be a journey, as I said, not finite or transactional, but really a journey to guide your students. And that means as they evolve, your mentors with Curious Cardinals and what success looks like in engagement will evolve too. So hopefully that gives an overview, um, but come to the website to check us out and also can follow us on LinkedIn or Instagram to see more student stories and engage with our community more holistically. Well, yeah, just to 
give the parents listening out there um, my experience. It's super easy. I mean, there were a lot of steps. It sounded like there were a lot of steps that Audrey was going through, but it's really like very straightforward and they guide you through it and it doesn't feel like a lot of work to do. And it's actually, it's pretty fun to to go through the process. First of all, you're talking about your child and getting these really great questions that have you think about, oh, well, my child is a person as this and their interests and all this stuff. But then receiving the matches have been really fun because you get to see like all these amazing students that you have um, as your mentors, really phenomenal. And, and then just going through that process is super easy. And once they get started, it just becomes, it's a really fluid process. So uh, we'll have all of those um, links for LinkedIn, for Twitter, your Instagram, and the show notes so that people can connect with you. And uh, those student profiles on your Instagram, I think they're really great too. You know, they're Me just too. so inspiring and um, getting that perspective from other students and oh. their their journeys has been really amazing. So thank you. Well, it's been a pleasure. I'm so happy to share Curious Cardinals with everyone. Audrey, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. I so admire you as a mom and in your professional life. So to have your belief in us and championing of Curious Cardinals from your own experience means a lot. So thank you for sharing us with your community. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Responding to Life podcast. Please be sure to check out the show notes for info on how to connect with Curious Cardinals. Audrey is offering a special discount for RTL listeners. If you come to a consultation call and say Curious Josephine until October 1st, you are eligible for one free session upon purchasing a 10-session package. And speaking of great deals, I am offering a very special discount for RTL listeners to attend my retreat in Palm Springs, October 20th to the 23rd. I only have a few spots left for this intimate retreat meant to offer rest and renewal via the magical and transformative wellness experiences that I have curated for the weekend. Go to my website, jayatlurie.com, click retreats, and at checkout, enter the code RTL400 for $400 off. Offer expires October 1st. I look forward to sharing many more wonderful guest interviews with you throughout the year. So be sure to save us as a favorite podcast and get updates when we release a new episode every two weeks. Until then, have a wonderful week.